Welcome to Semi Woke. Welcome to Semi Woke. Uh, I'm Sharia Mattis. I'm Pranav Bihari, and this is a podcast where Sharia, a queer black comedian, teaches me a cishet male one woke concept a week in order to turn me gay. Nope. No. Okay. No, you can't. That? That's not enough. You not enough. you have to become the spirit of the fleck of glitter in a go-go boy's ass crack. Okay, I was with you right until the last part, and was like, I am that until (laughs) until that. That's an important speck of glitter. As a straight dude, I can relate to this though that I have found glitter in my butt crack. Oh my god! From women. Twenty pieces. No, no, just you know. (laughs) I found glitter in the most unguided. There was a a time when glitter was fucking everywhere. Everyone was always wearing glitter. Yep. And you know, when you out there in these streets, that's right. Used to be, you would get glitter on you. Especially with the weird little bisexual girls, you and it, glitter, glitter is hard to get rid of. You never too. get rid of it. Before. It's like sand. That's right. You it's know? worse than sand. It's it worse than sand. You wait. Sticks to yes. you. So no matter how hard I would scrub or something, I would show up somewhere. They'd be like, "You've been getting some some butt, some pussy, huh? Yeah, What's going on because I have glitter in some weird right. place." Pixie just ejaculated. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tinkerbell just Tinkerbell busted just on me. Busted, just squirted on your face. <laughs> that's really that's what it's true. If you clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Tinkerbell squirts <laughs> on your face. I got bukkake by Tinkerbell. That's right. That's right. Uh, this is nice. This is the first queer and straight collaboration since since uh, Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham. Wow, nice <laughs> pistol. Just that's boom, right. Whoosh, that's right. Now with it. Look, listen. It used to be. It used to be Lindsey Graham and John McCain, though. And well, so. you know, he's. Dead now. And he's dead now. He's dead now. He's in hell where he belongs. I'm so sorry. No. That. Lindsey Graham really gives your community a terrible name. I, I, listen, he's just gay. He's, he's not queer. He's just <laughs> gay. He just likes dick. And that's the only thing that he has in common. He likes two people. things, dick and unjust wars. That's right. That's Her, right. That's his king. That's his king. That's his BDSM That's king, right. Actually. God, like, girl, just, just come out seriously be happy that's terrible um but fuck her um <laughs> but, but fuck her but indeed. fuck her actually don't but fuck her don't. anybody out there that's fucking Lindsey graham you have to stop yeah all you fucking and i feel you i understand sex work is work and you gotta survive but don't be giving him if you're at least giving Lindsey graham head bite it a little bit bite just bite it just probably, he probably bit. likes that yeah actually so, you know. if you want to give him pussy that's <laughs> That's, you know what I mean? That's what that's like no. the garlic to Dracula. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the girl. Yeah, He'd be like I do declare whatever he would do. <laughs> oh, Dickens! Oh, heavens! Keep that pussy away from me. <laughs> I'm Lindsey Graham. This is starting to get problematic. You making fun of Lindsey Graham's obviously. And I, well, I'm just more of a Southern fan it is, than anything. It's a specific, like, Southern gay, like, dialect that is very, like... I, I'm just imagining this voice coming from underneath the clan hood now. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for the Latin of the cross, <laughs> y'all. Isn't it pretty? <laughs> That's, like, the Southern yes. boy. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Lindsey Graham. Uh, but rest in peace to Leslie and Jordan, our good gay Southern. Okay, I don't know who that is, but... Here we go. This is a, like clockwork. Okay. Okay, but Leslie Jordan is like a famous character actor. He's he he played. Oh, right. Leslie. Of course. No, I know yes. Leslie Jordan. Yes. Yes. Of course. Yes. Thank you. Of course. Okay. Put some respect. Okay. On <laughs> That's right. Uh, rest rest in peace, you beautiful little southern nugget. I love you. Wunderbar. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I just I don't Jordan. know. Wunderbar. Um, what uh, what do we what do we what do we talk? What are you teaching me about today? Oh, today. Today we're going to discuss rainbow capitalism, rainbow also known as pink capitalism, homo capitalism. Yeah. Um, you're not allowed to say that. I <laughs> say it on my my Muay Thai gym's Instagram. Right. Every every two weeks, they'll go on like a queer liberation screed, yeah. and it looks like the construction paper scissor marks on the IG stories. I'm like, someone's going off right That's now. Right, I'll tap on it. It's like, don't be a homo capitalist. Yes. Yes. Okay, you're good at it from all. Be into queer anarchists. That's right. Don't be, be a homo. Don't be a rainbow capitalist. Don't be a homo capitalist. Be a queer anarchist. Like right. that's that's what it is. Um, we're gonna talk about it from like a few different perspectives. Okay. Though. Um, like because there's a there's some some people view rainbow capitalism as a good thing, mm-hmm. right? Brands put a slap a fucking rainbow flag on their shit right. for the month of June. 
They get a bunch of goodwill and a bunch of money. Yep. And then they take that money and they immediately give it to a bunch of fucking Republican senators. For sure. Who are trying to destroy your rights. For sure. For so sure. that's, uh, that's uh, you know, that's one uh, facet of Rainbow Cat. Right, so. right, right, right. Uh, we got a maybe mild interruption. Do you know where the buzzer is, Connor? It's just right, right across from the door next to the modem on the wall. Sorry about that. And thank you. Also, shout out to Connor for... For, um, Connor, how do we pronounce Connor's last name? Kaviachin. Kaviachin. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. I can pronounce white people's names. You're an ally to the white community. I am. Officially, I really after that. I think white people are, are doing their thing. I, I appreciate them. Okay. Doing their thing. When wow. Doing their thing. This is quite a director. Our first episode, you were like, white people are the literal devil. <laughs> You're like, they're evil. The way you present it, you be like, come, come on. We know they're evil. I mean, we I thought we were on the same page with that. White people, <laughs> white people deny their, their they, 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 they try to be the white people who try not to be evil are, are my favorite people. Yeah, because I feel like it's 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 like it's like in them. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, look, it's in all of us a little. Bit. It is obviously it's the nature of, of power. Us. That's right. You know? That's right. It is the nature of power. But it's also, the they did they did each other. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? In Europe, they were eating each other for a very long time. When in the main, like, sort of like this sounds like some hotel history. No, right this now. is real. This is a real thing. Europeans were eating. The white man were out there eating. They each really other. were out there eating each other. Like, the, the, you should look up the history of cannibalism in Europe. Uh, Holy shit! Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. And then, like, he came and and was like, the indigenous people are eating each other, and it's like, no, he's eating her pussy. You've never seen that happen before. Okay, uh, there was a whole myth about cannibalism, and, and, and the it was just cultures. one of the many ways of maligning yep. people of color yep. from the world. Like, yep. They're cannibals, they're headhunters. And meanwhile, he's like chewing on his homie's foot. I know. <laughs> and look, the fairest assessment you can have hit chewing his foot. He's, he's got some Kentucky right Fried Foot in his mouth. They're really snake on the crazy out there. No. <laughs> I mean, the thing that you have to accept is that everybody was decapitating each other at a certain point. In at history, a certain point, you know? someone decapitated someone else. But I do believe that there is a history of peace in a lot of indigenous cultures because we literally couldn't survive the level of destruction that has been brought up brought about by Western civilization. Mm-hmm. Um, like for we were able to survive for then. Now we're like on a dying planet. Right now, like thirty five years. That's true. That is true. <laughs> what it is. This earth is definitely in its flop phase like, right for now. sure and she was going for a really long <laughs> yeah time. it's true this is like when the simpsons got new writers yeah i love the new simpsons writers <laughs> that means you know one okay um, there it is there it is and she's great but everybody else okay um, no. good shit um, um what are you teaching me about this week? so that's right we Talk- went over this rainbow capitalism pink capitalism homo capitalism and in all its uh forms um, let's actually talk about what some people view as the positive mm-hmm. aspects. Okay. Are we talking about the explosion in the price of lube? Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> actually, we're talking about all the lube discounts. The lube discounts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... So there's there, lube inflation happening. There's some... And I don't necessarily conflate capitalism itself with any marketplace, any selling or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really like that. But for the sake of the argument, let's, let's say. Some people say rainbow capitalism, uh, one of the initial forms of rainbow capitalism are gay bars. Okay. Um, little queer shops. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I support the shit out of those. Mm-hmm. Where would I get my necklaces? If right. Not for, but I don't know if we can really. I fine, fine, sure. The girl on Etsy making dyke necklaces. Uh, for sure, she's a rainbow capitalist. Fine. Yeah. But I think there is that's a bit of a misnomer. Well, wait, is the person making? Queer necklaces on Etsy is that a capitalist? Because that's somebody's working for themselves. They control the means of labor, right? They do control their their own production. They control it. Yeah, they're not using their surplus labor to support fucking whatever Raytheon or some shit. Yes, exactly, exactly. As long as they're not. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as they're not, <laughs> unless they make a Raytheon in rainbow letters necklace. <laughs> I'm sure Raytheon has has. There's gotta like a. There's gotta be a Raytheon pride. No, right. they're definitely uh, so they've you, definitely created a missile that has a Prince Albert piercing on it. You know, that's so funny. <laughs> yes, like for sure, for sure. There's uh, God, there it's insanely evil. But, but God, I'm hungrier than I thought I would be. But okay. um, I got some kimchi chim- get for you. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, but uh, so like that's one people one form of rainbow capitalism that people think is good. Mm-hmm. Just kind of queer people selling 
Right. <laughs> I don't necessarily say that's capitalism. I right. think that's just selling and trading, which has existed way before capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, but fine, sure, we'll give that to y'all. But the rest is bad. Right. <laughs> the rest is bad. I think uh, one uh, example of rainbow capitalism could be corporations slapping fucking rainbow pride flags on something for the month of June mm-hmm. and showing their support to the queer community while also uh, completely abandoning the queer community the minute it, it is it, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it I feel like you come from a very distinct perspective on queerness too mm. which is that to you queerness is a radical activity which is in itself inherently anti-capitalist yes right whereas and I think it's an undeniable fact that there's a ton of queer people yes. who have no interest in that yes. and who love capitalism yes. and believe in capitalism. Shouts to Milo Yiannopoulos. We have queer Nazis. Right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not calling them queer. They're gay. Okay. Um, uh, that's a, a interesting distinction. But they're, yeah. They're gay. They're not queer. Uh, or they, they, they like, they, you may like people of the same sex or whatever. You mm. may fuck people of the same sex. But to me, you're not queer. Okay. Uh, if you don't also have a queer politic. Right. Sorry. So that's very interesting. I mean, that is that like a harsh dividing line in, in the gay queer community? Maybe not. I honestly don't think it's. I don't think enough. I think out of the people who have some degree of class consciousness, queer people definitely mm-hmm. out like are, are have a lot of class consciousness. But right. there are also a lot of like class traders and 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 people who do not uh, who don't. Well, they they think of their their sexuality as the end all be all. It's who they fuck. The, um, they, their identity is who they fuck mm-hmm. and it's not about creating community or reimagining like your relationships from the perspective of well which outside. would you say what how and if we can reduce it to this it, uh, what would you say is i mean would you say that you're in the minority in terms of how you perceive you are right? i would say so if i were in the majority we'd be in the midst of a revolution yeah in terms of gay people and queer people. Yes, there would be, because there's, I, I feel like more queer, queer people are feeling, feeling comfortable to come out, which is, which is inspiring all the backlash, of mm. course. But I think it's going to take maybe more time than we actually have on this planet yeah. to get enough people together to actually turn that into, to, to understand queerness as something outside of just who you fuck. Right. It, 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 to understand queerness in terms of how you define a community how do you mm-hmm. define relationships and how you want to make a an outside of an inside of imagining a better world right part right. of being queer is having to have the imagination of how am i going to present my gender outside of what i'm told mm-hmm. is gender expression how am i gonna um how am i gonna love people how am i gonna create relationships outside of what i'm told is the only way to create relationships within the confines of heterosexual marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that requires imagination that could that should then lead to us being like, well, like if 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 I can create a family made of people that aren't just inside of just not too pinned right. You know what I mean? Social reorganization. Social reorganization, but also maybe like we don't need tax breaks specifically for to parent household or whatever mm-hmm. maybe we should view our relation our, our responsibility to one another in the terms of a community mm-hmm. right like maybe right but this is where you confront the the dark genius of capitalism which is its ability to take anti-capitalist yep what could be anti-capitalist forces and use them to reinforce the power of capitalism hundred uh, percent right? and you don't just see this with queer stuff right like right now there's a whole slew of movies out that are right that have been coming out over the past oh. five years that are all critical of capitalism oh. but they're all really in a weird way kind of reinforcing the power because they're all written right? by fucking rich kids. sure 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 you know so it's like the critique when you have that level of critique and it becomes permissible and to the point where it's mainstream it is absolutely yes it's it's more of an inoculation that yes. against any radical forces and this is that's a really good example because people use are using that politically you know you've heard of the lgb alliance and all these people Mm -hmm. like the people who were like we hate trans people but we're gay you're not like you're Mm -hmm. a fucking weirdo like they're they're like we're the lgb without the t right but really they're just they're just trying they're just reinforcing homophobia transphobia and racism Mm -hmm. like you can't have one without the other um that whole thing where they're trying to isolate themselves from the queer facets of the community. Right. Because they ultimately want straight acceptance. 
they ultimately want to create uh gay versions of heterosexuality right right they don't like all this no pink at pride mm -hmm. no no uh a polyamorous relationship right. No, no, right none of this new shit we just wanted to be gay but be the same heterosexual capitalists that our parents were right right and and we want to live in the same binaries and the same all of the all of the same dualities yes, that already exist that now. already exist we just want to be acknowledged ourselves and allowed to acquire power we just want to do it with the people it. that we actually want to fuck that's right. really all it is yeah. <laughs> and yes and we're and, and acquire power and use that power to, sure. to oppress as they were oppressed sure that's what power looks like and we're all supposed to strive mm -hmm. for power um but um like the thing with with rainbow capitalism is also uh yes it's 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 corporations using queer identity and converting it into dollars and then converting into right. like and let's get into it let's get into my girl okay she's gotten so much shit on the internet from mm -hmm. every direction and okay i mean who are you talking about i was talking about my girl dylan Mulvey. Oh God! Okay, okay, wait, wait, no. Okay, yeah. Here's the thing with Dylan Mulvaney. She seems like a very sweet girl. She's like a very. She seems like she's fun and full of energy. Um, and I am not hating on her for getting her bad, but I do not think queer liberation is going to come from SpawnCon. Uh, dude, <laughs> I don't think it's coming from that. Dylan Mulvaney. And at the end of the day, I'm sorry, Dylan Mulvaney is a skinny white girl. They're not giving them kind of fucking. Dude. Ad ad uh, stuff. They not giving them AdSense dollars to fucking T S Madison. They not giving them AdSense dollars to fucking uh God, Candy from Pose. What's her name? Oh my God, I'm the worst person in the world. No idea. Dylan Mulvaney is fucking annoying, dude. Can we just be real about it? Dylan Mulvaney, she's a fucking Disney adult. She's she's a fucking Disney for, adult. Sure, for I, sure. Can I despise this kind of person? It's obviously not even has nothing to do with the queen. It's like. That, yes, that level that of white theater girl energy. Theater girl. Yes. The two majors that need to be banned outright, outright in this country are theater majors and political science majors. Oh, wait. I'm, a, I'm in agreement. I might be in agreement with both. Actually. Both need to go. They are literally destroying, destroying life as we know it. They are literally the two most totalitarian forces in society. Theater majors... And political science majors. You're right. Because... The most vapid, narcissistic people. Yep. And the most pseudo intellectual people. Yep. Boom. This don't... is this is how we got the 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 new far right and Lin Manuel Miranda. Two of the right. worst. It's absolutely <laughs> correct. Biggest score. It's absolutely correct. Okay. <laughs> but this is how the Democrats have been able to launder themselves in their own totalitarian tendencies is via the theater majors. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. It's I, I cannot stand them. Dylan Mulvaney to me. That's a theater major. I don't know. For her sure. She is. She is. She but she's a is. fucking theater she kid. She literally is a theater kid. You know? Yes. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Yes. That excitable, like, oh, papa. But the thing is, that appeals to the internet uh, people. They I did see one hilarious video of her, though, where she was doing her gender reveal. And I didn't see the video, but she was surrounded by a bunch of chickens. <laughs> And I was like, this person is a dark comedic genius she's, she's, who needs to be stopped. Listen, as annoying as she is, she's also so cute. I understand why. If I were like a... She's a titless loser. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Shut her down. <laughs> she is tits now. I cannot stand. Well, I didn't know. I'm not, I, I, maybe she, she still looks flat. Whatever. You haven't seen her recently. I, I don't like big titties anyway. But... Yeah, you don't. You do like it just a handful. I like it just a handful. You know, honestly, Dylan Mulvaney looks like most of your no, she rough. does not. <laughs> okay, you don't know white, white, white girls. Yeah, I do not date white girls. Okay, right, you're right, you're right. That's another thing. Like, let's be real. Like, she at the end of the day is the trans girl that you want to represent. Uh, like trans young trans girls because she's thin, she's white. No, she's she's who like you know Nabisco. Yes, wants. She's right? the perfect like. She's a perfect vehicle for like like soft trans acceptance like, yeah we're just like you right we're, we can be annoying to them. it's such a bizarre way of laundering transness into the mainstream it's like look we're a bunch of fucking annoying losers too i love disney bud light chugging bud light just the fuck up you would think that they sold her anheuser Bush the company for 13 you would think that every single can of bud light came with a new 
Dylan Mulvaney pussy taste. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> that, that was a situation where everybody was so fucking annoying. That was so insane. Everybody on both sides. Yes. That is, you were ter- terrifyingly annoying. A hundred percent. My favorite was you sent me a video, which I thought was so okay, fucking this is, funny. This is actually genuinely hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. It was like two dudes. One of them was black. Yes, they were Southern. Was black. They were yes. doing like a rap rock song which is like a total 90s phenomenon you know what i mean <laughs> like limp yeah like kind of like that and it was like fuck but light but they were still trying to be like weirdly accepting they're like and one no, of the lines in the song yes. was hilarious yes like, don't be gay be gay in the bedroom don't be trans be trans in the bedroom i was like what the what, fuck does, what that, does mean? that mean how do you be trans just in the bedroom in the bedroom <laughs> and i was like i want them i think i texted you about this i was like i want them to do that with every social issue be like yeah, if you want to be for school lunches, be, be for school lunches in the bedroom. <laughs> you want to be anti-war, be anti-war in the bedroom. Well, that still doesn't make it in. Be trans or gay in your bedroom. Like, is that only, so only agoraphobes That's are allowed. to stay in the closet, <laughs> basically. <laughs> only <laughs> queer agoraphobes. favorite is like, just be trans in the bedroom. It's like, I'm going to screw on the dick now. We're <laughs> heading to the bedroom where I'm allowed to do this. So silly. It was really funny. I also think a lot of that, uh, that, uh, Anger and rage is just fake. It's just virtual signal, virtue signaling for sure. Everybody is performing on both sides. Yes. Everybody's a fucking theater kid. No, I definitely believe that there are people on the left who genuinely feel that the path to liberation is rainbow capitalism. Well, I think, but again, they're not left though, right? That's the point. A leftist is not somebody who endorses liberalism. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, so you can't say that they're You're right. Right? Fucking right. So, so wow, ding. We need to. We this need, is the first time on this podcast you have ever been right. Wrong. You did it. You wrong. It I'm wrong about. Bitch. I'm right about most. You things. ate that one thing. <laughs> <laughs> you not that bitch or nothing. You did. You, so, you ate that one. What thing. was it? Was, everybody is performing on both sides of this fucking I totally I idiotic issue. I agree. Right, but it's like, what is the? It's it. It's almost the perfect. It's almost like the CIA devised this campaign. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Because now. Let's take the most bottom of the barrel, lowest hanging fruit beer on earth and be like, it's trans now. Except it's, they didn't even do that. They gave the bitch one fucking can and probably like $10,000, maybe more. She probably yeah, she, she, she made it. She made it back. She, she made it back. I'm not going to speak no. all her parts. But not like a ton of fucking money. They didn't give her fucking shares of stock. And so that she's right. controlling shares of fucking the, the company. They gave her one can of beer to do one video on her private fucking TikTok. And these motherfuckers, but they have been giving queer Wait, people. Wait, did they put her a picture on a can? That's right. They put her picture okay, on a can. Okay, No, no, not. They didn't sell the pictures of her of her on the can. It's one can that they sold that they gave to her for her. Right. It, it, it was one personalized can with her, with her, with her like name. Do you think it has a personalized flavor? <laughs> I, I, estrogen flavor. That's, <laughs> see, and that's queer liberation. They're trying to ban fucking gender affirming care. So if, if, if Bud Light really wanted to, you know, champion the, the trans cause, they put a little bit of estrogen. A little bit of estrogen. <laughs> well, I think alcohol does drive down your T levels. In general, is that true? I think so. Connor, would you Connor, think? yeah, th- yeah. There you go. This is the no He's, research thank done you, podcast. Doctor. That's right, <laughs> thank you, Doctor Connor. <laughs> Wait, so other other forms of, of pink capitalism? Oh, uh, it's not just capitalism, right? Here's an interesting thing: is uh, uh, we used to call it pink washing. Yeah, and like so, we would talk about something like, oh, we, the Israelis, we me and and the uh, anti-war. Oh, left, left this movie. Oh, okay, and cool. cohort that yes, I, I used to belong to. Different word for pink. Um, different meaning. They would call pink. it pink washing. Yes. So it'd be like the Israelis would be like, "Look at us, you know, me and Yossi are going to go back and this is a fuck each other in the butt, right?" The worst of right? Yeah. Like you can't do that all in the West Bank. I don't know. I'm making a German for some reason. Um, yeah, you'll see. You'll see. Come here. It's Mordecai. Come here. Fuck me in the butt. It's a little bit better. You look more Israeli than you speak. I know. It's true. <laughs> look more Arab than I. But but they used to always be like, look at us. We're not. We, we accept homosexuality. Like right wingers in India do yep. this too. Where they're yep. like, we aren't just we support frottage between two men. We, oh, believe, we believe in two men fucking in the butt. Unlike the Muslims. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. So it's pinkwashing. Right? Yeah, it is yes. also what you call it. But I think that is a much better term than rainbow capitalism. 
because washing is there and washing and what we're talking about is the laundering of things, right? You're laundering capitalism by using gay people or queer people. Sure, right? yes. You're laundering capitalism yes. by using black people, yes. right? By using, by the MLK shout outs on Twitter and everything. But right? it's not just laundering capitalism. It's, it's, I do think the wash is a good idea because you're also washing over the, like, uh, the actual pure intensity of, of queerness, right? right? So, like, the Pride Parade, which was a riot <laughs> against right. the police. Now has police in protecting the fucking protecting. in the parade. Definitely. Literally a float of our oppressors. The original reason For why sure. it on in the parade and uh, banks fucking having their own floats or right, whatever. Right. And and these these kinds of things are not these are things that are actively working against the queer uh, against queer liberation that are now using queer money and music people are like i identify now look at me with my yep. chase bank you know rainbow t-shirt this is all inevitable and in my contention you're going to drag me for saying oh, this God. to me in my mind the whole trans movement as in quotes that exists in this country is now a function of consumerist culture as well right i don't know about it, that it, because the whole debate is about performance no it's not wait what i i truly i this is the way i see it. okay right? how do okay. you see it says man because yeah fine fair fair right because any movement that happens in this country inevitably has to go that path no 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 no. any traces of the movement that you will see in mainstream media mm -hmm. will go into that path but there are actual trans liberation activists that are fighting for real thing they're not fighting to get uh Laverne Cox on the cover of Time magazine, as great as that is. Right. So They're not fighting for that. Mm -hmm. They are fighting for measurable legislation that will allow for that will, you know, fight against trans discrimination, which is a real thing that has happened and is getting way worse. Mm -hmm. They're 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 fighting to create mutual aid. They're fighting to make sure that homeless trans youth have a place to go. Right. They're, I'm talking about visible. But the things reason, that are visible. the reason why those things are not visible is because of capitalism, because capitalism does not want that stuff to be visible. Okay. There's so, no money to be made so for this, that. This is that. kind of my point. So that's not fair to to to, to reduce the entire trans liberation. You're right, man. But I'm saying what, it, the, what it is turned to into. CNN stuff. Fair, but this is this is <laughs> this is just touching and 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 riding on the coattails of what we were just talking about earlier. Yeah. Right? When you talk about anti-capitalist cinema, is now a, a you know what I mean. It's now a trend that just reinforces it. And it, all it is is part of consumerist culture. And I'm talking about the visit. Now, I'm not saying that legitimate anarchists and legitimate communist agitators don't exist. Of course they do. Of yeah, but you were talking about trans, the trans movement. Right. As it exists in this country. Well, what, to me, what do you call Dylan Mulvaney? She's not a part of the trans movement. She's just a trans girl with a TikTok. Okay. She's not at all a part of the movement. She's not a political figure. She does not advocate for any real social justice issues. And it's not her job to. She is just a little white girl in the world. I don't think it's I don't think it's the job of every trans person to fight for trans liberation. Just as I don't think it's my job as a black person to fight for racial justice, because I know we ain't never getting that shit. So like it's it's your job as a trans person to take care of yourself, to to sleep, to eat, to rest and to make use of all of the rights that you were given until you were given the rights that you deserve. Okay, well then what's your problem with rainbow capitalism? My problem with rainbow capitalism is that it works to uh, against the 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 actual core of queer liberation of 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 whole liberation of humanity. It's it, capitalism is bad. It is destroying us. It is killing us and we need to if not wholly put a stop to it by cutting everybody's heads off, but we need to <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna bleep that on TikTok. We're gonna have to bleep that on TikTok. But, but like, it's either we have to stop capitalism altogether, mm. or we at least have to put some safeguards against it because capitalism flies in the face of humanity. There's we can't get global warming with without capitalism. Mm. We can't get uh, racist cops without capitalism. Cops exist to protect the fucking one percent. They mm. they exist to protect the property, private property. They, we can't get all the things that everybody is fighting for, mm -hmm. universal health care, all that shit outside of just queer liberation itself. Right. We cannot get those things with capitalism. Right. We can survive capital. We can use whatever to survive capitalism for as long as we can until it kills us all. Mm -hmm. But it's it's we we you, there's no such thing as real 
queer liberation capitalists. Right. So this this is the point that I'm making, though, right? And this is going back to my point about the dark genius of capitalism, mm-hmm. is that it can take all of these potentially radical movements and absolutely flip them on their head and use them to reinforce capital or just hide the actual movement and cover it in whatever like obviously sure it completely marginalizes yes whatever radical movements actually i don't so but that also means it's not fair to paint every single public trans person as a trans activist dylan mulvaney has never purported to be a trans activist never never she is a girl that wants to be famous yeah i like and i work she's a theater she's a theater girl that wants wants to to be be famous famous. she wants to be put in a ryan murphy thing and probably more more importantly she wants to finance her transition make sure that she can have housing and regular money and health care in a world that would be really reluctant to hire her or keep her like trans discrimination and employment is is massive obviously right it's easier for white girls from an educated background but like like Dylan Mulvaney, but you know, like it's still hard. Right. The shit is still hard. People will not rent apartments to you. You don't think Dylan Mulvaney would describe herself as a trans activist? And if she, I don't think so. And if she does, I don't know, girl. What what are you doing for activism? How is she being? A, how, what what is I, she doing? That I'm I'm I'm, I'm just asking. You, I don't actually. think she would. Yeah. I I think she would definitely describe herself as a trans woman fighting for her own rights which mm-hmm. is which is every trans woman every black woman has to fight for her, her own rights unless you're candace owens like <laughs> every queer person has to fight for their rights in a world that wants to take it away from them mm-hmm. and that's just what you're doing by living like we were talking about being black and being publicly black is inherently political mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that i am a black activist every time i step outside without my bonnet on right like, it just means that i'm being black in a world that politicizes that identity yeah. and dylan mulvini's being a white trans girl in a world that is, has decided to extremely politicize that identity all the bitch did was drink a can of beer right <laughs> and, they, and they flipped they lost their mind they brought ar-15s up to shoot so funny well my favorite part of that is them going and buying several cases of bud light bitch (laughs) so y'all gave more money and did you hear but okay so if anything that drove but it should have driven the stock up and there was a slight stock dip happening everywhere right capitalism is not a good but also let's be real like bud light is predominantly drunk by okay but they have always since i was a little kid mm. all these beer companies have, since ellen came out all of these beer companies Wait, ellen's gay yeah I know right gay. isn't that crazy i know i thought she was gonna finally find a husband <laughs> <laughs> she was obsessed with tom cruise oh my god oh, no that's rosie, rosie o'donnell that was rosie o'donnell that was, was so funny for that her being like who himself is gay which is amazing it's just like he's my perfect beard <laughs> because it's he's a guy that every that we should talk about that in the comp head episode okay because he's a guy that everyone is supposed to just like timothy chalamet yeah we're supposed your to find brainwash into yes we, we're compulsory finding them attractive thank you yeah okay thank you and they're not um and anyway. chalamet is the Chalamet is and I like him as an actor he's a great actor he seems like a good kid okay he's not hot though like come on I mean listen he looks like a Victorian doll listen he looks like Anne Frank out here I'm just saying you know he he, he looks like a wooden puppet yeah he does he (laughs) does does. he does he looks like a haunted Victorian child ghost he looks like he should be sitting in a rocking chair in an attic yes you know with his eyes unblinking (laughs) I don't y'all are not gonna convince me that he's hot he's a sweet kid but fuck that um (laughs) how did we get to Timothy Chalamet? It's a psyop. This is, this is a compact. This is, we went back. We went back to compact. Um, yeah, they're trying to force you into compact too, mm-hmm. um, or whatever. And so, anyway, like you could be a, a person that is publicly trans and not necessarily be a trans activist. And I think uh, this, the whole thing of, uh, of, and I think a lot of people on the other side. Let's talk about the people on the other side. We talked about the crazy people who were shooting cans of beer. But quickly, so let's go after. Funny. <laughs> just absolutely 
unhinged behavior because the bitch tried one yeah. can. Yeah, she probably she spit it out. After. She, like, she probably spit it out after. Oh, give me she the money. She does not seem like a Bud Light gown. Yeah, she like wiped it out <laughs> with her money. She had to do a palate cleanse with a mango white claw. That's right. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be official drink of white women everywhere. Some cum. I have Sorry. white women in my life who I, I love who are obsessed with white claw, so I always keep white claw in my fridge it in case they call Caucasian claw. It re- <laughs> it's literally white claw. It reads the white girl's claw out. <laughs> they love it. Um, a hundred percent. Yeah, that would have made more sense for a sponsorship, by the way. Yeah, um, totally. And they would not have suffered at all. No. It, oh my God. Although it would be hilarious to watch a bunch of fucking Karens with the, the shitty haircut. Yeah. Shooting. Cans of white or just claw. yelling at Karen. And missing <laughs> because the white claw is the can. So so <laughs> Wait, yes. Wait, yes. It's too hard to hit. Yeah, that's, that's so funny. Or they're just yelling at it, demanding to speak to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wait, wait. So, so uh, the, the people on the left, the liberals mm-hmm. that like believe that, you know, queer liberation will come through SpawnCon, mm. um, they... They were so like proud. Look at the proud history of Bud Light's pride. Like, because they've always had pride marketing, wow. but like, um, but like, I, I'm pretty sure they also give money to Republicans who want to destroy. I can't think of a straighter liquid other than you know Trump Natty Ice. Come, yeah. yeah I'm sorry, it's a the only straight dude I could think of top. I wonder what tastes worse, Natty Ice or Charles Neston's <laughs> Natty Ice. Yeah, I remember. I went to Fordham. I know Natty Ice. Natty Ice is definitely <laughs> it. Should be called Nasty Ice. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's so weird how the rich kids watch that. No, no. Okay, so there are a bunch of companies with pride marketing. They love pride marketing. And y'all will buy their shit yeah. to support them because you believe that that is a sign that society has become more accepting of queer people when we have proved it's provable that society is absolutely not more accepting of queer people. They are passing, right. they probably passed another law in the time that we've had this conversation mm-hmm. to ban trans people from fucking eating bread or whatever. <laughs> Some gluten free trans person was like, finally. <laughs> so, like, wait, let me go over the ones. Uh, Amazon. <laughs> Amazon is so evil. When we're, I never, I don't shop at Amazon. I don't buy things from Amazon. I try very hard not to, not because I think anything be, can be done about it, but uh, because when we are on the Bezos slave ships, I want to be <laughs> the smuggest person. I want to be like, well, have that two day shipping go. I waited for my packages, but you know, whatever. I guess we'll all be picking cotton. Oh um, god, you can't say <laughs> Bezos slave ship and then say two day shipping. <laughs> That conjures too much. That's right. Like Bezos getting into the slave trade. How's that two-day shipping going now? Now we're going to be shipping. Your mail-order bride will arrive overnight. (laughs) Here's a tracker. That's right. They're going to ship us two days. Um, Anyway, (laughs) they donated over $450,000 to politicians. That's just what is measurable. Wait, who do measurable? Amazon. Uh, to politicians who voted against uh, the LGBTQ plus Equality Act, mm. uh, they um, but well, they still do their pride stores. They do they the, uh, yeah, of course, dude, of course. Again, it's all about it's all about protecting the bag, right? Walmart too, four hundred thousand dollars to politicians. That's just because that's how much they're allowed to to send. Right. I'm sure there's more, baby. Um, that uh, to specifically to politicians that sought to block equality uh, legislation. Legislation, uh, Home Depot, <laughs> like ATT donated a, a million dollars to 163 different Republicans, Ooh, including Kevin McCarthy, girl, um, just to vote against the bills. Mm. Uh, like just to vote against? I mean, probably for other things. Yeah, too. that's. I mean, that, the, there has too. to be a bit of a demarcation. There. There's probably like, for other things. Too. A bit of individuation there. Because... But let's be real; they're protecting their capital because. Ultimately, queer liberation is 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 destroys because queer liberation also includes the 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 the, the protection of the planet. It, it includes uh, giving people help without having them having to. Okay, but that. says you, 
No, right? not if you, says if, me. If you ask, what if you were to ask Dylan Mulvaney what is queer liberation? I'm pretty sure t- Dylan Mulvaney also, when she was coming out, when she was coming up, when she was recognizing her identity, that she was around queer people who helped her, not for money, <laughs> like, but because they are, they understand the need for community. I'm sure she has a community of people, of queer people who who have lived with her or she can stay with, who can who help take care of one another, who who work. I'm sure she also as much as she's not an activist. I'm sure she donates a good portion of her money to fucking housing homeless trans youth, which Mm -hmm. is the worst thing you can do under capitalism. (laughs) How's how's a person who is not only queer, but not legally allowed to work mm-hmm. and like you know to I me mean? these are the most under undervalued people right. under capitalism and queer queerness already posits that we have an inherent value not because of what we contribute to capitalism but just because we are here. Mm-hmm. and that is ultimately like the biggest statement of, of queer liberation and it flies directly in the face of capitalist ideology uh because you that can't be possible you have to work for your value. But again, that is your concept of queer liberation. No, this is, if you read actual queer theory, this uh, 100%, 100%. Yeah, yeah. If you just t- took those two words, and you said this at the beginning of the episode, yeah. that you said, no, they're not queer, they're gay. Yes. Right? So maybe that's the distinction that you make. Is that a common distinction, by the way, in your community? I mean, I feel like that's just me being a commie. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I think it's mostly me being a commie <laughs> cunt. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm a commie serving cunt. Serving commie cunt. That's, I'm always serving commie cunt. Like, yeah, funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mal, no. five-year plan, my five-year plan. That's right. Yes, beach. That's right, my five-year plan. Y'all, wait till I'm dictator. We're going to fix all this. Don't worry about it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah whatever and so i i just would challenge people but there are definitely i see what you mean there are people there are a lot of gay people especially my gay elders a lot of white gay elders especially a lot of cis white gays who believe that queer liberation is basically being enmeshed into straight society mm-hmm. like giving up the kind of spiritual and the connection to community right. and 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 sacrificing that for for straight acceptance and, I, can I? I need to make a clarification yeah. because we are gonna move on soon. Yes. When right. I said that Dylan Mulvaney's a titless loser, it was not about top surgery or anything like that. It was just about her general white girl persona. Okay. Well. Okay. Because then you were like, then you brought up her needing top surgery. I did not want people to get that. She didn't get top surgery. Top surgery usually uh, for trans masked people who were right. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, yes. The term that just breast augmentation. Which yeah. is what I, my sole objection to Dylan Mulvaney is being a Disney adult in a theater. Okay, it's that not, needs to be on the record. Yeah, Claire, because I I was so shocked to hear you talk about a girl with little titties in a disparaging manner. Yeah, you love a little titty bitch. I so do actually. I'm actually sorry. Like literally, Dylan Mulvaney looks like so many of your girlfriends except for the whiteness. If she were Asian, done. If she were Asian, and that's not even she were, true either. I've I've dated a lot of voluptuous Asians. I'm just saying. You once told me Pippa uh, Middleton had a fatty, so... I- no, I did not. <laughs> yeah, you did. Slander. Yes, you did. Slander. <laughs> the text messages. Just stop it. I really text messages. Dude. Anyway, whatever. Uh, support, you know... Getting canceled out here on my own You really... Podcast. I mean, look at talking about Dylan Mulvaney. She got so much money, she could end you right now. She'll call Oprah right now. Good. If she if she knew I... Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> She's too busy being yeah. rich. And she'll ask, she'll ask her buddy Joe Biden to drone strike <laughs> like, me, to vaporize me. Literally, she could ask him to do that. He won't give us any rights, but he'll definitely yeah. drone strike the shit out of you. Drone strike a br- brown person? Yeah. Obama's like, another day, just another day at the office. In. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get on all this. Let me get on this. You know, my favorite thing to do. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, uh, what is the the point of all this? Is me rambling about rainbow capitalism. The point is support one another in queer communities. Think of 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 like queerness outside of just who you're fucking, and more of like what what kind of world do you want to create for people like you? That is the alternative like for you. Is that's the only thing right. we can do. I like it's it's far beyond. And if you read any queer theory, it follows me. Like like queer politics is a part of it. It's mm-hmm. also fucking. But it's not just fucking. No, I, 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 and I that's what they want. Of, I have a little bit of knowledge about that. And yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, to me, it's just a very fascinating thing, though. And this is about capitalism, right? Is that is is again the ability of it to take multiple vectors of what could be totally anti-capitalist and absolutely radical, 
and just using it to reinforce that's right and that's not a mistake that is a that is a tactic that is a tactic to suppress revolution that's yeah. a tactic to suppress absolutely it's, any... it's an it's an inoculatory yes. effect actually it, right because you give it a little injection and that's it guards right. you from the actual threat of anything that expresses humanity capitalism will take it and strangle it and paste a fucking barcode over it and yeah. sell it back to you it's true so it's true just you know like and and no and, and you know what i mean and like you know no shade to any queer person that's getting a fucking bag like, listen, if of Walmart course. hit us up and was like, here's a big bag of money. Look, we're all in this. We're all in this fucking world now. That's right. You know what I mean? It's very difficult to get out of it. Yeah. Right. Without being like some form of a general strike. Oh, yeah. General Doomsday strike. prepper, general striker. General you know strike. What I mean? There's a way to do this. Whatever. It's like, If I say the way to do this, they'll, they'll fucking shoot me. But there is a way to. All the people who have the keys for liberation from capitalism all actually exist on a highly individualistic libertarian yep. spectrum. You know because what I mean? Because that's forced into. Yeah. You know? Have you ever seen that movie? I love it. Uh, Captain Fantastic. No. You would love this. Movie. I would like it's, a, it's an amazing movie. Yeah. It's, uh, with my boy Viggo Mortensen, who I love. And it's just like he lives out in the sticks. He's like a radical anarcho-communist. And his family, he runs his family like a commune. And it's also about him grieving the death of his wife oh, and stuff like that. And he has to go on a road trip with his family. And then thus they're exposed to the outside. They're like, they're like almost communist Amish vibes. Like they never, they spend all their days reading like really radical anti-capitalist theory. Bullshit. And, but then they have to go out on like, you know, into the world and, they have to experience it. I love it. It's actually a really fun. Movie. I love that. Okay, I'll watch but it. in a way, you could count, talk, discuss it in a lens of being very counter-revolutionary, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, but you might like it. Even though you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to go get property. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'll come uh, But I love Vigo. Okay, yeah. work. Not my, not my ministry. I'm a huge, but, huge Vigo fan. But work. I like his hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously, also, like, uh, send I like us, his eyes. Send us, obviously, we're just, I'm just talking right out of my butthole. Uh, and so. Send us money. Send us, well, yes, but also send us, you know, if you were obviously, you know, more educated about these issues and theories and obviously read a lot more articles, hit us up. Tell us. Yeah, if this. you're one of five people. That's right. You know what we I mean? 86 followers. No, no, no. I meant the people who are. Truly, really well versed. Those people are listening to critical theory. Those kids are listening to, to, to maybe semi-woke. they should. So. If they're not, they fucking should be. Fucking should be. Listen to semi woke, or you are a racist and a homophobe. Mm. You hate trans people. Not listening every time you don't listen to this podcast. You hate trans people. That's a that's an act of hate against trans people. Okay, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Sure, anything to get listeners. Yeah. There it is. We got to do what we got to do. Grand reveal. That's golf. Ha ha! I've been Joe Biden this whole time. I've been Ronald Reagan this whole time. The moral of this episode is no more theater majors or poli sci majors and then everything that you say. Yes, I agree. I agree with that. That's my big message that I want everyone to know. Good, 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 good. I can't wait till you get canceled from this episode. Should we move on to my That's kind of my role in this podcast, though, you know? Is the cancelable positions. But no, really. I'm semi-woke. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. And also, so am I. I'm one of those people who don't mind when you're very, when people say dyke. Yeah, you, you are, you have, you, you enjoy problematic humor. Yeah, but I also am not as uptight about certain things as I think uh, a lot of younger, more socially conscious queer people are. Right. Um, I, I kind of don't care about any of the little stuff. No. I just want, interesting. I want liberation now. You do. I, I want I want them to go to the wall. I want liberation now, mommy. Literally, that is a great <laughs> chant. That is a great chant. Liberation now, mommy. I love that. Um, We're like daddy, though. No. Both, actually. Daddy's not going to give us liberation. Yeah. We got to get it from mommy. Oh, yeah, that's, um, <laughs> that's fair. That's true. Um, let's move on to our uh, next segment. Problematic thing. Problematic thing. What do you thing. got for me? It's your turn to. Okay. This is going to be a heavy one. Okay. This is going to be kind of a heavy one. Okay. Okay. So I was I was gonna do a Bernie Mac joke, but I actually changed it because okay. uh, last week, Moonbin from Astro, um, trigger warning, uh, died by suicide. I, this, 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 trigger warning. This is, can you explain who any of these people are? Okay. So Astro, okay. you are the you are okay outside of Korea. 
And actually, no, there is a cohort of demented people like there's you who are obsessed with K-pop. There's a ton of us, okay? There is. There's a ton there's a of K-hive. us on the spectrum yeah. that love k It's so true. It is a marker of being on the spectrum. For sure. For sure. Yes, yes, yes. K-pop is not just... Like, it's not like you just like the music genre. It becomes a hyperfixation. Yeah. I also... I know. You are such a chimera of a person because you are like... You are like the Jamaican, like, Larry David, <laughs> who then also speaks Korean a lot. That's, and is obsessed with K-pop. That's the most accurate <laughs> representation of me. Okay, Astro. Astro was a, a a boy band. Is a boy band. Is a boy band. Uh, you might not know Astro, but you know Chan Woo. Chan Woo. No. Chan Woo. famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kind of popularized them. But also Moonbin. Uh, Moonbin had a subunit as well. Anyway, him, him, Moonbin Moon Moon and Moonsua. Moonsua's <laughs> sister. Okay, I fucking you have to laugh. Why do you keep going? Just keep going. <laughs> he's he's made a name for himself in the industry. Him, he had a subunit, and also his sister has also made a name for herself in this industry. Uh, he passed away uh, from suicide uh, last week. It was very sudden. Everybody was horrified. He was twenty five years old. Very sad. That's fucked up. Uh, my yeah, my problematic fave is K pop. Mm. I love K-pop, and as much as I rail against capitalism, K-pop is so girl. You are just fucking in there. Yeah, it's a destroy. I'm less in there, but I I used to be. You are in there. No, no. Okay, you're like a K-pop rain man. You, I, when you get fifty, like if you get a five hundred yards within this the radius of K-town, you just start uncontrollably jawing off. About K-pop. I went, we went to Korean barbecue. I swear, could have sworn we talked about this before, but it's worth mentioning again. You would not shut the fuck up about K-pop. We're there with like three other people. We're there to enjoy. We had just wrapped our first episode. We were on a high. Yes. And then we get in there. And you're like, you know about Jungmungmung? They were with uh, Astro World. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Because it's something I, it's my baby. You have to actively stop me. You were like the Manchurian candidate. You were like the Pyongyang candidate, okay? Or the Seoul candidate. So not Pyongyang. Okay, not Pyongyang. Sorry. Yeah, terrible. Just, just syllable-wise, yeah. Okay? The only K-pop that I have goes, it's more like K-boom. Um, oh. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Connor liked that. No, he did it. He liked, he liked <laughs> the shittiness of it. Okay? <laughs> he liked the shittiness of it. Oh. That's acceptable. Yes. Listen. Okay, I'm going to explain things. You were you were like the Manchurian Candidate, where you just activated, yes, and you just went on a for sure. But I haven't been part of the reason why. Like I don't know a lot of the newer groups because part of the reason why was because when I was really heavy into K-pop, there were a spate of suicides in like one or two years. Yeah, of a bunch of people uh, it, that I loved, that I was like a genuine fan of for a really long time. There was Jonghyun who. His birthday was recent, and that was really sad. Jung Yun from Shiny, he passed away uh, at 27 really horribly and kind of seemed like it was extremely planned because his last album felt like a goodbye note. Because You know what? Uh, and then there was, I know, this. I told you this would be a bummer. Okay, hear me out. Okay, and then there was... The irony is that it's actually the, it's actually you, the fandom that leads to the suicide. No, I would argue... Or like, I need to satisfy all these autistic children yes. in America right okay, now. Okay, but it's it's partly it's partly that. Yes, when you listen to K-pop, you are contributing to a system mm. that exploits and destroys often young people no. who are being chewed up by this machinery. And yes, it's part of it is, is the fans because we're the ones who fuel the demand. But the system itself, and a lot of K-pop fans are going to... Fli- they flip out when you associate the spate of suicides and other issues in K-pop uh, with the actual industry. Because the they don't want to know... For the cameras, K-pop does not exist under communism. I'm... So sorry. I'm t- but you know what does exist under communism? Cute people singing and dancing. We could still have that. We just don't have to steal children from their families at the age of 12 and force them to train nonstop. And then work. these kids work non-stop they get like three hours of sleep at best mm-hmm. a night and then they go out and they dance and they sing and they they interact with people they're on tv shows they're constantly doing commercials and and it, that's if they're lucky and if they're not lucky they're being harmed by the the, corp- the companies that own them they're being beaten they're being starved watch uh we that's what we should watch one time the, about um uh, nine muses the nine muses documentary nine uses of starship probably not going to i want to ask you a difficult question what if you had to choose between 
Queer Liberation and K-pop. Which one would it be? Quickly. I'm right choosing now. Queer Liberation because I use K-pop as, as a expression. As no, as a as a band-aid for the wounds of capitalism. Fair. The reason I need K-pop to pump me up. <laughs> I need whenever something horrible happens, there's another fucking mass shooting. My brain just goes to a beautiful K-pop music oh video. That's where I dissociate to. <laughs> I I need K-pop to survive capitalism. That's how capitalism gets you. That's how capitalism gets it's the you. disease and the cure. Listen, you would not have this podcast if it were for were for K-pop because I would not leave my house. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Like, and so, but the the problem, and I think that's true for a lot of people. I think also people have a very personal connection to K-pop. I think K-pop kind of really was a good escape from my depression at its absolute lowest. When I wanted to kill right. myself, I was like, I'm not going to do it because 2PM is coming out with a new album. <laughs> that is so <laughs> crazy because it has the opposite effect for me. I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill myself if I have to listen to anything K-pop related for more than 30 seconds. I think you're probably not. You're probably in the majority. <laughs> but <then laughs> I'd say it's like an even split at this point no, socially. No. You do love your doot doot human music. You do? I do. I do. Oh, this is great. This is what you love. I like a lot of different kinds of music. You love a doot doot beep beep. I like electronic music. You yeah, love a beep beep. I do. Dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you added a bit too much personality to that. I did. Okay. I did. <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, look at me. This is the shit. Oh my God. You hear that? You hear that beep? You hear them beep beep? Listen, beeps? you see me out here twerking the Susumu Yokota to deep cut. But mm-hmm. yeah. I love when we switch. Places. I know exactly. Maybe I hear twerking to Herco S. Work, yeah, work. Herco S. Um. So wait. So okay. So a lot of K-pop fans are very hesitant to blame the, the machine of K-pop for the deaths of so many K-pop stars. You know what I mean? But let's be real. Like, if we actually examine it, like, I'm I'm not so sure about Moonbin. I was not a huge Astro fan, but I am my favorite group is Yoja Chingu, my favorite group is G-Friend. Shinbi from G-Friends slash VVZ is, has been best friends with Moonbin. Shut up. His best friends from Moonbin since elementary school. They went to elementary school together. Shut the fuck up. This is <laughs> And she, she, so I know Moonbin mostly through their interactions. Okay, do you need smelling salts right now to <laughs> get you out of this? Shut up. Because you're doing it again. <laughs> okay, we, we've covered the problematic behavior <laughs> now. No, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, Wait, so my problem K-pop, is there an ethical way to consume K-pop? I don't know. But I think we as K-pop fans, because we are the drivers of the demand, I think we need to start demanding protections for K-pop artists. Like a union for K-pop I'm artists? I'm dead fucking ass. K-pop artists need to unionize. Absolutely they should. Yeah. Because they are being, they, you know, they don't get paid until they start making a massive profit for the company. Mm-hmm. So they literally steal these children's lives. And they basically live in a company town they for the majority of town, the town. They they all live together. They, yeah. they, they're not allowed to have their own lives outside of the company. Right. This is a perfect encapsulation of capitalism and exploitation and, and the Jackson 5. It's basically they took it's, Joe it's, Jackson. It's actually really perverted to think about a coal mine that is actually just filled with children. It's filled with children. That, that are the thing that you're mining. Yes. Actually. It is what they're doing. And also, like, they have no control over their 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 face. A lot of times they sign contracts that say if the company demands that they do plastic surgery, they have to do that plastic yeah. surgery. That's wow. insane. They're signing over their bodies. The first long time when I first got into K-pop, it was the 2 p.m. scandal and DBSK scandal where they were trying to, they were they were talking about their slave contracts. Same with Hangeng and Super Junior. Okay. I, very salient, important point about exploitation in K-pop. But yes, okay, I am going over some things that you have to be on this side. This is so intense right now. This was supposed to be very serious. And it's the worst part is that serious. my phone is hearing all this too, and I'm going to end up with a bunch of fucking K-pop on my phone. The minute I, I've gotten so many people into K-pop, I just have to wait till like a low point in your life and then seduce you with K-pop, and I'll, I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. The point of this is there. maybe there is no way to consume K-pop ethically, but I think in light of or this recent it. death, yeah. uh, there is a way to produce K-pop ethically. Yeah. Organic fair trade cake no, up. No, I'm dead ass. Maybe don't steal. Like, like Moonbin is another. Everybody who I, Jonghyun, is going to have like a little corporate tag on it, certified organic no, fair trade. But actually, 
Wait, you unite. There should be a unionized. Just a touch K-pop the yellow K-pop. Wait, shut up. Shouldn't have all the harmful chemicals. Shut up. But, but actually, yes, I think a lot of the you can't get that kind of dance precision without abuse. I do. Um, but like, but I I think that like we should like no more child K-pop stars. I'm against child stars. Period. I don't think we should do child labor at all. I I know that's a very radical opinion, but unfortunately. <laughs> But I definitely know child stars. Everybody that I've just mentioned who died of suicide, who are uh, Sully, Jonghyun, and Moonbin, they all started out as children stars. And now we have a group new jeans, and I know we're going to get a lot of shit for this, but I and new jeans has pops, but they also have a 14-year-old girl. They're also an all-minor group, and I don't <clears throat> think that should exist. Coal miner. Sorry, I don't, shut up. I had to. I <laughs> had to just bring up. something in there. I know, I know. It's it's heavy. It's heavy. And these kids are being like, you don't know if you have mental health issues. You don't know if you're queer. You don't know if you don't like doing this job. You don't know if your body will suffer from the grueling schedules. You don't know any of that when you're a child and you sign on to do these things. And I, I think that. And then you're stuck. You can't go back and get a part time job, no matter what. People know you. So, like, I think we, we're entrapping these young kids into a system that is very unkind to them, very exploitative. And I think we, as the fans, the drivers of the product, need to start demanding fair and equitable treatment for the, the actual stars, the K-pop stars who are just workers. whole new intersectionality opening up. Uh, right. Autistic K-pop. Communism. Like, yeah, communism. <laughs> yes, yes. Guys, this is wonderful. All right. I love sorry. you. Rest in peace to Moonbin. Rest, Rest in, in peace, peace to Moonbin. Moonbin. And I'm sorry to his friends and family. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you very much for joining us, guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Sharia, for teaching me about rainbow capitalism yes. and all that other gibberish at the end. <laughs> um, we love y'all. Thank you. Stay semi-woke. Stay semi-woke. Stay semi-woke.